This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Sky Blues Extra podcast, which is kindly sponsored by Short and Horn, Coventry's leading estate agents. My name is Tom Ward and I'm delighted to be joined this evening by Dean. Good evening. Evening, Dino, mate. And we've also got Dave with us tonight. Evening, chaps. Evening, chaps. Thanks a lot for joining me. Um, There's another bumper crowd at the CBS for the final home game of the season but it wasn't the best of results as the Sky Blues fell to a 2-1 defeat at the hands of Huddersfield. As usual, we'll look back at all of the action and we'll also be looking ahead to Saturday's clash at Stoke. Um, So Dave, as usual, let's go through the match stats. Yeah, exactly. 59.6 possession, um, 22 shots versus seven, nine shots on target versus four, 500 passes completed versus 313. Five interceptions, 20. 17 tackles versus 13. 17 aerial duels, one versus 14. I mean, it's mm. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, so it sounds a lot like the Bournemouth game when we dominated the shots but didn't take our chances. Dave. Sounds like bloody every game. Yeah. Exactly. And just want to give a big shout out um, to the near post EFL who have supplied us with all of our match breakdowns um, this season. So yeah, big shout out to those guys. Really appreciate it. Especially the aerial jewels. Especially the aerial jewels. <laughs> yeah. Can we just have aerial jewels next season? Just, just let's just concentrate on those. Yeah. We'll just report on those and nothing else. Um, we'll talk about the team lineups. We obviously heard in the build up to the game that Sheaf was out with what seems to be fairly serious injury, actually, and hopefully he's back for, for pre-season. But that meant that Waghorn came back into the side and also Bidwell. Dean, probably no real surprises there sort of with what we knew about the injury news. No, not not really. I mean, the Sheaf thing, thank God he doesn't need surgery. That's probably mm. that's probably the one sort of shining light, but ankle ligaments are very dangerous. Um, obviously, in, in 
for any position, but even more so for someone like him who's constantly on the swivel. So, and it's it's a shame really because he was kind of getting back into the swing of things and putting in a string of great performances as well, which would have been nice towards the end of the season, especially obviously this game and Stoke on Saturday. So disappointed for for Ben, obviously, in that regard. Uh, in regards to the team. I don't know. Well, most people are questioning whether Moore should be back in goal, but I suppose Wilson kept a clean sheet and saved the penalty, so you have no arguments there, really. Um, and the, the Matson situation at left back, Matson's carrying a knock, uh, we've also heard as well. So that's that's the reason why he wasn't in the team. And I suppose with the result in midweek going against us, so we couldn't basically get the playoffs anymore, you kind of question whether. You want to bring start bringing in the likes of Eccles, um, maybe Howley to be involved in the match day squad to to give the youth some experience towards the end of the season. But I know the top twelve is a, is a big target, so he's going to go full strength, obviously, at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Dean. Um, yeah, like you say on on the Ben Sheaf thing, um, bit of a shame for him. As you said, he's he's been picking up a lot, you know, picking up the form recently. Been one of our best players, I thought, second half of the season. Absolutely. I suppose yeah. the only saving grace is at least he's not in the in the market, perhaps in the summer, like some of our other players. Well, you say that everyone's getting linked at this point. I think <laughs> I think there'll be some podcasts trying to steal us as I well. Say you've been linked, haven't you, Dean? Fifteen mil, <laughs> big money move. <laughs> uh, I won't say where to. He's not uh, going anywhere. <laughs> out of respect to other podcasts I won't say where the, 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 the offers have been made but yeah that, that that's the big disappointment for me I think Ben Sheaf has been a real star this season and I mentioned a few weeks ago it kind of takes when, once he's been out of the team it kind of takes him a few or three or four games to get back into the swing of things and I think we've had that over the last couple of weeks and he's really shone uh, probably since the Fulham game really um, he's, he's he's progressed really, really well and he's been a shining light this season. So I'm disappointed for him and he'll be disappointed, obviously, to miss the, the end of the season too. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and Dave, as we just sort of alluded to, um, it was the story of our season in that first half. Uh, we had a really good chance early on for Waghorn, but he couldn't convert it. No, um, story of our season, story of his season, I guess. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, great play. You got to say it's a really, really good move. Ball comes, um, Callow Hair flicks it on, doesn't he? Um, Jokerez does what he does best and holds that ball up um, in a sort of six-yard box, lays it back, and yeah, Waghorn just couldn't quite get his feet. Could he um, untangled? I guess and and couldn't really get any proper purchase on it. And and the keeper made a good save. I guess um, it was it was at him. It wasn't really hit with any conviction. Um, but a shame, yeah, because it was it was begging, wasn't it, just to get absolutely levered into the net. But I think he just struggled to get his feet mm. correct. Um, to be honest, having just watched it back a minute ago, and um, yeah, he'll be he'll be frustrated because um, you know he got himself into into a good position. Great build up, like I said. Cow's been superb in that sort of position all season, and and Jokeres the same. Um, and it, and it's a shame because it was we needed to really to convert um, early. Uh, which we've needed to do all season, haven't we? Because we know that that makes life so much more easier when you've got a goal, you know, early doors, when you're putting the pressure on, when it starts to take a bit of time to get that first goal, that's when we start to have those periods of of sort of nothingness, really. And that kind of happened again Saturday. Kind of all yeah. happened a little bit too quickly, didn't it, for Wagner? I think his old man yes. eyes couldn't quite keep up with what was going on. Everything was really fast-paced and it comes to him and he's just got to 
quickly make a decision. He can't sort out his feet, and you know he's just that's just part and parcel of of him. Really, he's he's getting on a bit. Can't keep up with these young young boys up front. Yeah, it's a shame after such a nice. It was a brilliant move, wasn't it? Oh, it becomes um, one of the goals of the season. Yeah, it goes exactly. In. It was almost like the one at Derby away, wasn't it? It was a little bit like that. Yeah, just sort of quick thinking from everyone, really, apart from where the man where it mattered, really, at the end with the shot. Um, and there was another one sort of later on in the half, Dean um, O'Hare this time. And this one he really should have put away. Awful. And For any professional footballer, if you're not hitting the target from this distance, then, you know, I question whether you should be in there in, 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 in a role as a professional footballer. It's just, it's just awful, Tom, isn't it? I mean, oh, we said it so many times like a bloody parrot um, with Carl O'Hare. It's very annoying, but you've got to hit the target. There's, there's, there's not even a challenge to stop him from, from hitting the target. Mm. You know, just needs a bit of conviction and just get it in bottom corner. It's so, it's, it really is a simple, simple finish. And it's just really frustrating. And that kind of, like, like um, Dave said, it kind of sums up the whole season. You know, so much good, but so much bad as well. And I think O'Hare's finishing has been one of the, the real bad points of this, this season. And it has to change for him to be a better player and for yeah. us to go to the next level. We're going to rely on him quite a bit to do that. And the the thing that needs to switch for him is that is that finishing ability. And if you think the chances he had this year, he could be easily double figures, easily. Yeah. And it's just you know we that's the difference from us being where we are and actually in the playoffs, cementing our place in there. Is, is him finishing because a lot of chances have come to him this year mm. so very very disappointed and you just kind of knew when it come to him you, you knew it wasn't going to go into what is yeah yeah exactly and later in the pod we'll mention briefly you know some of the some of the figures that have been banded around for players and I think one of the arguments I've been saying for keeping O'Hare is that as soon as he does start scoring he'll probably double or even triple in price so you might as well hang on to him just for when that starts happening yeah um, yeah I totally get that point yeah and hopefully it'll Hopefully it will happen next season. Um, but yeah, obviously it, it kind of felt in the game like the script was written a little bit. I haven't missed those chances. Um, and then we, we conceded a really, really poor time. Thought we gave him far too much space down the left, but it was a really good finish, Dave. Yeah, no, it was a really, really <laughs> good finish. And it was obviously on his, his wrong foot, a bit of a swing, a bit of a hit. Not a hit in hope, but he's, you know, he's swung a foot at it and it's um, he's created enough space for himself to get a shot away. And, and Ben Wilson's going mad, but there's not that much you can do. Yeah, we've not been all season close enough to our players, I think, um, when balls have come into feet at times. Um, we've always been a bit of a halfway house, which is is fine if you if you've got people in behind you and stuff. But sometimes I think you just got to be touch tight. If you're touch tight there, you win the ball. You either go through the back of him and try and get the ball or or whatever. But once you allow people to stand you up and try and go past you, um, they cut him from that that left hand side, and he's he's uh you know he's finished. It's an incredible strike, really. Yeah, um, I just thought from, he was allowed to cut in far too much, really. He did it yeah, twice early in the game definitely. as well. Not yeah. in that position, but he did it twice when he moved inside <clears> to <throat> midfield. And you're thinking, how have you not picked up on this is his plan as a right footer? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we've. I think we've just let that happen too, too much this season. But he still had a lot to do. Um, ben Wilson was, you know, understandably, nowhere near it. Um, and just a really disappointment again in that going down you know just on half time you know awful time to concede it then makes life 
you know, much, much more tougher. Um, and, and like we say, we're ruining the chances that we've just talked about in the first 15, 20 to, to perhaps be 2-0 up. Um, mm. and, the, and the game is a lot, lot different then. I'm not sure a, a left-back's cutting in and trying that sort of thing um, when they're 2-0 down, if that makes sense. You know, game plans change, don't they? He's just had a speculative effort and it's gone in, but... By being in the game and, and and not chasing it, perhaps he's he's got more opportunity to do that. Um, whereas I'm pretty sure I, a lot of left backs I know would think twice about cutting in and having a shot from yeah. 25 yards if they're two nil down. You might not have tried it if they weren't secure in the playoffs. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, yeah, you're going to get absolutely like bollocked if that if that doesn't go anywhere near the goal. And yeah, like you say, you're not sort of playing with that freedom, which of course you know Huddersfield were. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it felt like that, to be honest. They felt felt like they were playing with quite a lot of freedom. Very patient, weren't they? Um, yeah. Came and did a job on us like a lot of teams have this season. Um, soaked up the pressure really, really well. Um, probably sh- were lucky to be, you know, one nil up at half-time. Definitely lucky not to, to be at least at level. And But teams are buoyed by that, aren't they? When you miss a couple of decent chances, they they kind of feel like it's going to be their day and... and there's just you know you you have that feeling there's a, a lot less pressure isn't there and um, it allows you to try things like that <coughs> 25 yard shots. Huddersfield yeah. didn't really show too much quality oh, in that game. No, they're really bad. The really difference bad the difference they've got is just a bit bit more cuter now. Well, and, the difference and, is isn't it is that they know how to not lose. Yeah, their shape was superb the whole win, way through the game. They they know how to not lose and and when you know how to not get beat you're always going to carve a few opportunities out in a game. And if you're not conceding um, uh, and you get a few opportunities and you actually score those, which they did, you know, that's that's when you're winning games. And that's probably why, you know, our position is where, where we are. We've blown teams away this season and we'll continue to next season. And this will stand us in really, really good stead. And, and hopefully we keep that players and that mindset and that confidence because there's not a lot missing. And I know we say that, week in week out but it's true we're not far off are we and if we can keep knocking on the door I think we'll uh, we'll have another successful season next year I think one thing we can probably pick up from Huddersfield style of play is out of possession and how they set up their two central midfielders drop back the two wing forwards shall we say drop back into sort of centre midfield so it became like a 3-2-4 so it's very difficult to get through that and I think that's something we should really look at doing ourselves next season, especially if we're going to have energetic, to, if we're going to go with, with two number 10s, they need to be energetic enough to get back and maybe get into a sort of a midfield free at that point as well. So I think that's one thing we, we should look to do next season. And Huddersfield have done that all year and they're reaping the rewards for that because they're just absolutely solid with little quality. Let's be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree with you. Um, Dean, what did you make of the response early in the second half? I thought it was pretty poor, to be honest. I was, I was kind of tempted to turn off. Um, we had that O'Hare chance, didn't we? The snapshot chance, but it was pretty lacklustre. Uh, I don't think we came out with much intensity, which you need to do at 1-0 down. And I've said with Ross the other week that we seem to have these 20-minute period of lulls there. We just go through the motions and nothing seems to happen. And I think you've got to be foot on the gas at all times in this division. And I don't think we did that at all. Um, and it was it was it was kind of getting boring, Tom. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how you felt about that. It just it just felt just really poor. I don't think we had that same sort of connection 
between the team as we did in the first half and, you know, going on the front foot. Yeah, it did feel like that. It felt like something kind of needed to change, didn't it, in the game? Um, obviously, we've been quite critical of Robin's subs and, and when he's decided to make them. And again, he sort of waited till the 70th minute and brought T- Tavares and Eccles on um, in place of Wycon and Kane. Um, Dave, what did you make of those subs? And do you think he perhaps could have switched things up a bit earlier? Um, I mean, at that point, we're only 1-0 down. There's not a, a great deal to, to 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 get us back on level terms. Um, there was that period of lull, I guess. And we were, I think everyone was looking for that bit of spark. And, and Tavares is probably someone that you think you're going to get that from. Um, but we're still well in the game. I don't think any team were carving out lots of chances. We had a lot of possession, but... You know, it, noticeably and and obviously they dropped back and were, were willing to right at one nil down because it it makes it that much harder for you. So they did have a lot of players behind the ball. We were struggling perhaps at, to break them down at times. Um, we were forcing it a little bit. Um, you, you know, and it's we've all been in a team where there's, there's it's starting to be that there's not much to play for. Uh, it's not really your day. It, it's easy to get down the dumps. Um, and I know they get paid a lot of money to keep football around, but you know, you know, we've all been on a pitch when that's happened. So I, I think for me around the subs, I think great to see Tavares get some some um, some more minutes. Uh, and in fact, you know, I think. It, for me, if it, if everything stayed the same next season, um, I'd have him playing that role that Waghorn's played this this season. In that, you know, that's ten, fifteen, twenty minutes sometimes, depending on what the situation is. And for me, that's that's what I'd be using him for. Uh, I think he's well, well and truly up to the task of that. I think he gives us something different, which is out and out pace, which we don't have. I think Jokerez is quick, but he, he generally will slow the game down and bully defenders and go past them that way and be strong. Whereas Tavares is, you know, literally just blistering pace, isn't he? And if we can start getting those link ups between Allen and O'Hare um, and, and Hamer and those balls in behind um, that, you know, Tavares can get onto, and um, I think we'll be we'll be well away. He gives defenders another headache, and I think it, in later times in the game, I think that's what we we, we probably should have done more this season. Mm. I don't think we've had great, you know, sort of anything that's changed massively off the off the bench. I think it's all been quite um, easy for teams. It's been um, pretty pretty straightforward to work out. Um, Waghorn and and. Jokerez are quite similar players in the way that they will both prefer probably to be holding up the ball and, and laying that off. Um, uh, uh, whereas, you know, I think Tavares is, is a is an out-and-out striker, isn't he? Mm. He also brought Jody Jones on for Gustavo, Gustavo Heyman not long after. Um, good to see Jody get some minutes, Dean. Um, what are your thoughts on him and, and where, you know, where he's at, you know, heading into the summer? Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it, really? Because... Uh... I don't think he hasn't really shown this season. I don't feel uh, enough to warrant a, an extra an extra deal, um, just on the basis of lack of appearances, really, and maybe Robin's not having the the trust in him. But he showed glimpses of what he's got. Of course, he did, including the goal. And we we know he's got that little turn of pace. He's a bit he's a bit tricky. He's got that little bit of craft about him. Um, but it'll be an interesting one to see in the summer. You know, he, he divides opinion, doesn't he, Jody Jones? Yeah. Mainly because of the, you know, we haven't seen enough of him, I suspect. And 
I kind of feel like it, this is at the point now, if you want to move on, he's one we might have to cut ties with. But Yeah, it's tricky. It's like it's one of those, isn't it, where when the squad's so thin and you think yeah, it's probably not on, to say that. It's not yeah. a massive it's probably not a massive yeah. wages, you think. Uh, that's exactly why I don't 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 really agree. Do you know what I mean? Because of that, he's not costing us a fortune, is he? Um and he still offers, I think, some some flair and, and skill and something different. Um I I I honestly couldn't I could see players like that dropping back into wing back positions, um, and and I I could see him in play, you know, a role like that. But he's it, definitely not costing us much money. I still think the hunger is there from what's happened to him personally and, and situationally. That I think he still wants to um, repay Mark Robbins's faith that he's put in him. You know, he could have easily stopped um, the contract. That would have meant that he would have had a difficult. Um, you know, rehabilitation period. If if he wasn't at a club, if that makes sense, that could have been a completely different story. I I think that he he offers um, some experience in the squad where it's still quite a young team. I think he he's got flair, he's got pace, um, he offers us something different. Um, and you know, like you say, the squad isn't the the biggest, is it? And we probably need to go out and get key players rather than purchasing fringe players that might not give you that much more than perhaps what Jody Jones would give you. I absolutely agree on that uh, in regards to the squad. And I think one thing going against Jones is that we don't play with wingers. And so I understand your point in maybe them switching back to wing backs. And if you look where the goal comes from, it's Jody Jones on the wing. So, you know, that's, that's his best position. Cutting inside, going down the wing, going at players, um, making those turns... And I think going to get what the one thing going against him is that we do not play in that in that formation. Yeah, and that's not going to change, is it? Anytime no. soon? No, absolutely um, not. Because to get the best out of the ability of your of your best players that we've got in the team, the likes of Hamer, O'Hare, Giocarez, we have to play with the three four one two or three four two one or whatever it is. Uh, you know, we're not going to switch to a wing wing system he, he needs minutes doesn't he I don't know how many appearances he's had in the 23s either um, but he hasn't he, played many this year he hasn't has he no. and, and he, he, and he, he clearly... had a big period of, of being injured so again yeah, yeah it, it's one of them isn't it if he can get fit stay fit and get some minutes under his belt in the under 23s because I still think that he, at pace he still I, I still think there's a slight confidence thing there for him at pace. He, he never used to be a player that put his foot on the ball and stopped and come come back. Um, and I still think that, you know, he's at his best really using his pace and getting in behind and crossing right from, from the byline or cutting in, like you say. And I still think he has a bit of a problem confidence-wise of going past players and, you know, whatever that, maybe or whatever that's come from but he doesn't seem to be as um you know doing that as much from what we've seen he's generally got his foot on the ball and playing intricate passing which is still great and he's he's able to run with the ball but that uh, all comes with time on the pitch right exactly. and he's not going to yeah. get that yeah so you're in you know you can't win situation really mm. and mm. it's it's difficult to see where he's going to get that confidence coming back from mm. you don't get yeah. that in under 23s football I'm afraid 
you have to be playing first team. So is it in the case of is it a case we give him a two year contract and loan him out for till January? Something like that. Get get some minutes under his belt, but then you've got the obvious I mean, obvious thing of him potentially being injured in that period. Obviously he could be injured with us too, but Oh well, yeah, but you look you look at that and it's it's not the worst shout, is it? Because teams would be able to take a player like that on loan because of his low his low wage, right? You know, yeah, and if we support age, that, if we his support age as well, it's probably worth yeah. probably worth doing. See what see how he ends up doing. Yeah, because if, if we support even fifty percent of those wages, what what is he now age wise? He's got to be only what 24, 24, like 24. Yeah, can't be, can't be that baby old. in it. He's so, not old at all. He's just yeah. a baby. He's just a baby. <laughs> <It's> a baby. <laughs> he is twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. But he would you drop he drops down to League One, he absolutely tears up that division. And gets tears that confidence up. back, right? Which is what you need. He gets the minutes, he gets the minutes in the legs, he gets that confidence back, he he starts playing with a swagger again. Whereas I still think to me it looks like he's a lot of things are more it, it feels like he's thinking about it, if that makes sense, rather than before. I think he just looked just so fluid thing. and natural, yeah. yeah. And I think that the injuries and, and things you know, I'm not saying they're playing a, a, a part when he's on the pitch. I, I don't know. I, I'm not inside his head, so I can't, you know. But he's definitely changed his game is what I mean. He's not as fluid. He's not, like you say, as natural. Things look a bit forced or intended, a bit more, less confident, a bit more mm-hmm. apprehensive, I'd say. He, he wants to make sure that pass is right, whereas he naturally used yeah. to just play that. He always had great feet. Uh, and that's, that, of course, that comes because he's trying to, you know, he's got 15 minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time to make an impact and prove that he can do something, which is another awful thing, right? That's why as players, we always wanted to start because you can make as many mistakes at the start of the game, really, and just play yourself into it. Coming on for 10 minutes, you, you just, one, trying to get up with the game and two, trying to do what everyone else has had 80 minutes to do, right? Is, is prove the, the manager sort of right, if you make sense. You're making me change my mind. Let's let's see him <laughs> stick around. Listen, Jody Jones he's is just up really... his wages. <laughs> <laughs> if Dean was in control on Champ Manager now, he's just gone with an old. I'd be in. The, I'd be in the editor, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alex Ferguson's been sacked from Man United. <laughs> I, look, Jody Jones is a top player, but we just haven't seen that in the Championship, and we haven't seen it enough at all, really. And yeah. that's that's that's. That's my question mark over over it, sort of long term. Um, but I think giving him a maybe a stability of a two year pl- contract that you know fairly low wages and, and loading him out. Let's see what he can do. I don't think that's much, too much of a risk for us, really. I think we only get something out of it, and if if he drops down and and plays well, yeah. And if he has a really good loan spell then he's then someone may be in for him. You know, if he still exactly. don't think it's going to work out at, at Coventry City, then someone will be in for him rather than going on a free, right? Which is ultimately what will happen if 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 not. So Yeah. I don't know what the contract's left. Does does anyone know? It's this summer. Is it? Yeah, I think it's this summer, yeah. 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 One he's year, out of contract, yeah. One year extension, maybe. Yeah. It's a difficult one then that is But it? you know, he might also want to look for an opportunity elsewhere himself. Yeah, yeah. He might feel, be feeling now super confident that he's back to full fitness and he needs to go get games and he might look to, to drop down a division. We might not even have the ability to keep him around. I don't think it's in our favour as well, the the option. So mm. it'll, be, it'll be interesting times over the summer yeah. for him. 
definitely will be. And like you say, it's a, yeah, it's definitely splits the the fan base in terms of their thoughts on, on Jody Jones. Um, just going back to the game, um, obviously Huddersfield won and converted the penalty in the 78th minute. Um, I thought Ben Wilson was a little bit unlucky here. Um, made a really good save and then did what keepers are supposed to do and sort of ran out and commanded his area, but kind of flew in a bit and a little bit clumsy and obviously brought the player down, Dave, and it was a stonewall penalty, really. Yeah, we were doing a good job, weren't we, of avoiding talking about the game for such a long period there. I, know. Um, I, Look, love, ben... I love how Tom's just said Ben Wilson was unlucky, then proceeded <laughs> to tell us he flew at the player. <laughs> well, I mean, what I mean is, is like he made a really good save and he did everything you're supposed to do. Yeah, but... yeah react and then go back yeah. at the player's feet. Yeah, and it, and he did. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. He was just a, a millisecond too slow, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the player got to the ball, brought the foul and... And that's it. It's it's a penalty. Another day he smothers it. Um, another day he gets a hand on it. It goes for a corner. Um, he's just a little bit um, late. And, and actually, it's a great save, wasn't it, to, to start off with? Um, so yeah, a little bit clumsy, a little bit slow, but you know, um, unlucky as you said in lots of ways, and, and unlucky not to um, to to save it. You know, he went the right way again. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't too far away from it. So um, one of them, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Probably another five years now before our next penalty save, won't it? Was that what yeah. it was? Was it five years we worked out? It was, it was out. five years. Yeah, did, yeah we worked obviously out. Obviously, to the last pod, did you, Who Dave? sat and worked that out? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Caught out. <laughs> Caught out, yeah. I must have skipped past that bit. Yeah, it was... Uh, what he, was doesn't it? Listen, he, was... he doesn't listen to the ones he's not on. No, exactly. He loves to hear his own voice. Yeah. <laughs> narcissist. Exactly. Is that right? It is yeah. narcissism, yeah. Okay. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it was and a massive ego. Emerged back in <laughs> back in what was it, twenty fifteen or something? I don't know. Yeah, was it didn't I didn't I work out? Was it Peterborough? Peter yeah, Lee Burge. Yeah. Lee Burge, yeah, yeah. Lee Burge. Yeah, yeah, Matt was trying to work it out. Yeah, well there you go. So yeah, Pro B. 2020 whatever before we get the next one 2030 oh. something I don't know I do like how Wilson tried to get away with it like to the ref oh, yeah. Yeah. the only thing missing was like the old you know when he gives the ball signal his hands I've got the ball referee but yeah that, was, that would have uh, that probably overturned the ref's decision I'm sure <laughs> we did pull a goal back uh, obviously it was a little bit too late in the end but as we've alluded to it was a, a lovely goal Dean Absolutely. Uh, one of the goals of the season for me, if I'm honest. I thought it was really, really good play. And it starts from Jones on the wing. Great turn and lovely intricate play. Tavares into O'Hare. O'Hare across the box. Jokeres does what he does best and, and finishes the chance. And that's what Jokeres does best because he doesn't have much time to think about it. And he scores. And every time he has the t- time to think about stuff, he misses a chance. So that shows the, the difference in, in his finishing um, as well this season, but yeah, a great goal, but yet yeah, too, too a little bit too um, too late, wasn't it? Really, I know we're the king of comebacks, and we were just getting into Coventry City time, but you could just tell it probably wasn't to be. I think mm. Huddersfield were a little bit too solid, really. And that's the first time really they got carved up, and they were at sixes and sevens in their defensive shape, and we exploited it really well. Yeah, yeah, really good. Really good goal, um, but unfortunately not not enough, not enough time left to get back into the game. Um, but some of the positives, obviously at the end, all the players came over, did their lap of honour, 
and it was really nice actually to see the fans sort of showing their love for the players. Um, obviously, where we sit in the corner, they sort of spent quite a lot of time clapping the fans. Um, really good to see, Dave. Yeah, it's a bit like a standoff, wasn't it? Who was going to sort of blink first and turn turn around and go home? Because um, it seemed to go on for ages. Um, fantastic. And look, the fans deserved that. Um, the players, it was a good chance for the fans to share, you know, and show just how how, how fantastic it's been at the CBS this season. It, it's been absolutely incredible. And... Yeah, great. A really great moment. Great to see all the family on the pitch and that, you know, the fans given their appreciation of, of what's been, you know, a fantastic season. And I just think we it's something to really build on, isn't it, from from the CBS. If if anything had to go down as a um you know, a good news story this year, uh, it is the CBS. It it has completely changed um for what it's like from a, you know, previous seasons before we moved to St. Andrews. Um, they've got hospitality correct. Um, they've got the pricing correct. They've got food and beverage correct. I mean, you can get everything from a pizza to a burger to a pie, which makes my... We even appeared on Footy Scrum this more. week, mate. <laughs> really? That's how good it's, that's how good it's got, yep. What was 30, on there? Was it the uh, menu? Uh, the was, different options? It was loaded fries, I think it was. Cool. And a load And a loaded hot dog. Looked good. Looked really it good. actually was did come out of the cbs because i swear that footy scrum page some of the stuff you see i'm like this yeah there's one they go to hawksmoor take a picture and they're like st andrews yeah. <laughs> exactly but yeah it was absolute Raphael van der scran i'm telling you now it was super <laughs> it looked really nice and i questioned how long too, have you been waiting to say that mate i've got loads of them <laughs> there's loads there's loads of them on that on the scran um, in any reply, page. just look at the replies. They're so good. Some of the some of the uh, the scrampons are superb. But yeah, I question whether it was from inside the CBS because the last time I had some food there, my ba- my pie was like steak and kidney pie with no steak or kidney. So, <laughs> oh well, no, it's de- it's definitely improved. Um, scrantastic. But I would say that it's lots of good things about the CBS this season and. Um, it was nice, therefore, then to you know for the players to be able to see the support they've got and it to be a decent bumper crowd. Bizarre, anyone that left, you know, before that, which is bizarre. I'm sure for the reasons, but um, great. And yeah, they got to go on that train that doesn't appear. Yeah, exactly. So I think it was it was it was a great way, wasn't it, to end? It's just a shame that we couldn't round it off with a um, with a win. Uh, but nevertheless, enough, you know, fans got a chance to, to say their thanks for a fantastic home, you know, home displays this season. Yeah, definitely. And good to see another big crowd, Dean, as well. Um, yeah, just under 24, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Obviously, we had a big crowd for the Bournemouth game and you felt like, I don't know, that felt like it was sort of the last big crowd of the season, but then people turned out again and I don't know, it just feels like a lot of people are, are going along. Obviously, the season ticket sales have gone really well. It feels like the fan base is... Is building really, really quickly. Yeah, we're all behind the team for a change, yeah. um, which which is which is good to see. I think it was uh, Clive said something like the seven for eight for over twenty thousand this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look, really we good. there was there was a, that tweet wasn't there from twenty seventeen that we were singing that we singing and chanting that we only had five hundred season tickets sold at that point. So look at the the journey we've been on in that five years. So to to have these crowds is great. 
in a nothing game, really. If you if you if you look at it, we, you know we can't make the playoffs, so it's good to see the crowd still there. And you, you you would have thought to yourself maybe after the Bournemouth game, which obviously was a big game against one of the best sides in the division, you're always going to get a bumper crowd for that. And you're thinking maybe after that with nothing to play for, maybe the the crowd will go down, but not not to be. Um, so yeah, good good to see that. And what was it, eleven thousand season tickets now? Yeah, I think they they put that up today. Was it today? Was it today? Yesterday? I can't think now. But yeah, so we're five hundred short of where we were this season, including the the half season <laughs> tickets, which is outstanding, and that's going to be huge in regards to Robbins's transfer, Kitty, because it means that we probably don't have to sell more than one player mm. to to have to have some money in the coffers for 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 Robbins to to use. So. That's really good. And hopefully, you know, with a couple of good signings in the summer, 11,000 becomes 13,000, 14,000, which yeah. is absolutely crazy for, for us, really, if you if you look at it since since the Premier League days. Yeah. I mean, the, se- the season we moved in to the Rico was, I think we sold 9,000. Yeah, and you're always um, going to get that just from, a you know, that new, new season. Oh, yeah, of course. New ground but, feeling. But, but, to, but to sold 11 now, I mean, yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant to see, and hopefully everyone's going to enjoy their lorty, lorty bonuses for for away games as well. That's maybe reason why people are signed up for season tickets to get those to get those points. Yeah, well, I think it'll be. I, don't, I think you'd struggle to get an away ticket without a season ticket next season. To be honest. Yeah, there if goes that. my chances. <laughs> I'll have to tap tap you boys up. Yeah, we'll see about that, Dean. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a key being nice. Yeah, exactly. I'll buy um, you a pint on Saturday. Yeah, buy Dave a couple of pies and I'm sure he'll help you out. <laughs> he'll do anything for a couple of pies, mate. Exactly. Um, I'll grab a man of the match from you both, Dean. Uh, yeah, I was going to go with Big Vic. I just think he terrorised their defence again, um, which is, you know, something we've said the whole the whole way through the season. Uh, outstanding performance, good finish. Yeah, Big Vic. Dave? Yeah, Vic as well. Um he got a who scored rating of 7.87 if anyone is interested or bothered. But yeah, Jokerez, he's been, I think, the spearhead for a lot of goodness this season and, and he did it again Saturday. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. The Sky Blues will head to Stoke on Saturday in a bid to ensure a top half finish. Um, Dave, have you got your fancy dress sorted? That was my first question. Not sure about that one. Not <laughs> He's sure been getting fancy it. dress all season, hasn't he? Hey. <laughs> Lisa been going all season. Hey. Um, no, nah, I'm not sure about the old fancy dress, really. Um, being that travelling all the way from London to, you know, the sort of joke gets a bit old, doesn't it? Past sort of Birmingham when you're coming back, for example. I think it's when, I think it's when you lose 4-0 and you're so, you sober up on the way home and, uh, yeah, it's no, not that funny being dressed as a Smurf, is it? No. But <laughs> to everyone that is, uh, good good luck to them. I, I think it's always a good laugh. And um, Was yeah. there a theme agreed? I'm not Smurfs, sure. I think so. Smurfs, is it Smurfs? Yeah. yeah, I believe so. That's original, isn't it? believe so. I believe <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, great. Well, at least it's the right colour, I suppose. Yeah. Someone, someone's just doing Where's Wally and then someone pointed out that the colours probably wouldn't be would be great. Oh, ideal. <laughs> yeah, everyone blends in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There'll be 11 Wallies on the pitch, Shadow. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe we'll just dress normally, Dave. Um, I think so. <laughs> Dean, what have you made of Stoke this season? Pretty poor, I feel. I don't, you know, I had high expectations for Stoke actually at the start of the season and, you know, seeing where they are in the league, you know, below us, 17 wins, 61 points. I, f- I feel like they've really, really underachieved and underperformed this year. And, it, you know, they've had a lot of injuries as well. They're one of the teams with the, the most used players in the league. I think something like 33 players. Um, just double checking that stat. Yeah, 33. Birmingham at the highest at, at 35 and Coventry actually at the lowest at 25. So they've had a lot of, you know, injuries and, and suspensions to, to deal with. But yeah, really, really poor, poor season from them. Expected better. They'd get something like a C- minus on a, on a grading report, I feel. Mm, yeah, poor from them, especially with the amount of money they've spent. Over yeah, the last they, they, years. yeah, absolutely. You, you kind of feel like every team goes through sort of progressive stages, and they're probably at the end of their progressive stage into wanting to challenge for for playoffs and and promotion. Yeah. Whereas we're sort of at the the start of that journey, yeah. effectively. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with with them in the summer. Um, obviously, they've got. A few re- few good players, you know, the likes of Mario Vrancic hasn't really performed to the levels expected of him this year. Uh, Jacob Brown's had a, a phenomenal season in a in a really poor team. Uh, Thirteen goals for for him from from midfield, um, so, and he's the he's their top scorer. Actually, two midfielders at the, the sort of top of their their scoring charts. So that tells you um, about their struggles this year. Mm. And these end of season games can be a bit strange, Dave. Um, what are you expecting on Saturday? Train delays, I'd expect. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I think it's going to be a bit of an odd one, and it it doesn't really mean a lot. Um, but great that we've only got one game that doesn't really mean that much. Um, yeah. yeah, chance to get some some minutes into some of the younger players. I think I think Tavares mm-hmm. warrants a start. To be honest, why not? Um, you know, if, if you do want to keep him around the, the squad and you do want to keep him, um, you know, pushing and fighting for a, for a you know, starting position is what, what he should do. Vic, you know, Vic's shown us more than enough this season, I think. Um, and how great would it be, you know, to for him to get his, his, his full debut, if, if that makes sense, before the end of the season? It's a yeah. good one for Jones as well, isn't it? Really, you know, we've talked about him. It's a good, you know, a good game for him to come into the fray as well. And that gives him, you know, a chance to shine in a, a competitive championship fixture. Definitely. Yeah. Would you be looking at starting some young players, Dean? One hundred percent. I'd even get Ryan Howley in, involved as well. You know, we need to see what these guys are, are capable of. And I understand we've got the sort of the, the carrot dangling down of the top twelve, a top half finish. You know, we only need a draw to to confirm that. I think for me, it doesn't really matter where we finish now because we're not in the playoffs. You don't get any extra money for finishing higher in the league. Of course, it'd be nice to to finish as high as we can, but we're going to finish higher than what we did last season, regardless of what the res- result is. So let's go all out and, and give these guys a, a chance to to shine. Mm, that's a that's a fair point, Dean. Um, I'll grab some predictions off you both, Dave. Gonna go for a draw, one all, I think. Dean, be well we worth the journey. <laughs> yes. Sounds thrilling, Dave. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. Thanks, mate. I might, I might give up my ticket now. To be honest, um, yeah. 
it, I don't feel like we've battered anyone this year. So maybe 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 we'll do it on the last game of the season. So maybe we won't again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. We'll, maybe we'll have... We have. We've we've took Fulham to the cleaners a couple of times. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like a four, five, six drubbing. Yeah. Am I expecting too much? We did it the last game of last season, didn't we? Yeah, against Millwall. Millwall yeah, shackles were off. Bit of freedom. Just go out there, enjoy it, lads, and uh, see what happens. I mean, yeah. Stoke are going to be of the same thinking as well. They're probably going to play a lot of their youngst- youngsters too in this game. So let's just just see. I, you know, I'd like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it. Four nil. Four nil to Sky Blues. There you Four go. Nil. I may have had a beer. I may have had a beer. As I say, in reality, we'll probably have loads of chances first half and then lose one nil. But yeah, there, there'll be only one Wally in the crowd. If it doesn't happen, it'd be me. <laughs> Um, just before we go, chaps, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the the transfer rumor mill, which is is now in full swing already. Um, feels like, like it's open be a, yet, huh? It's not even open yet. The window. I know. You know what it's like, though. Pe- people people love to speculate, um, but yeah, feels like it's going to be a, a long summer, doesn't it, chaps? Absolutely. Like you say, everyone's speculating already. All these troll accounts are, are posting random rumors. Um, let's be honest, nobody actually knows what's going on other than the club. So until we hear it from Discussions haven't even happened, have they? No No. one's... Mark Robbins is not having any discussions until the end of the season, is he? He's not halfway through a season, sorry, nearly through the end of the season, but not quite having... pulling people in for chats. I I wouldn't think so. Anyway. I I think we'll know more sort of next week when the retain list comes out. Yeah. And then we can see what sort of direction we're going to go in regards to, you know, to, are we going to be in a position where we have to sell our sell our players mm. to to force, you know, to force funds into Robin's hands to to, to buy? Because if if he, I think this was it, three or four players out of contract: Shipley, Jones, Fads. We know staying. Uh, who else there's not is many, is there? Out of con- like, not like last year. No, there's only there was only went. three, four, five, or something like along those lines. Yeah, feels quite different to last summer, doesn't it? In terms but, of, yeah, we have got even though we felt like the squad's been thin at times, we have got a lot of players under contract. But if you let those go, we're going to have to replace them and add to what's an already yeah, depleted it's squad. That's it. That's what we said, isn't it? You know, it's just <laughs> you need numbers, don't you? That's, we're in a predicament. Yeah, you need numbers. Um, and I don't really think you want to be going out and trying to get other, me- not mediocre, but fringe players, right? That that How much price do you actually put on that? You know, and if they're signing on fees and more wages and it, what, it just, just feels a bit, yeah. It, it looks like you'll be playing in the, the, the Bosman market, wouldn't it? There's 115 players out of contract in the championship this summer. So it's going to be busy for every club. Mm. There's going to be speculation left, right and centre. I think that plays into our hands a little bit because of fees and, and, you know, agent fees and and stuff like that and wages because, you know, there's there's not enough clubs for these players to go to. So their wage demands are probably not going to be met. They'll be queuing up. They'll be intense outside the... Manager's office, no, they're in the ticket office. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about that, Dave. So, yeah, well, but Dean that... just said it, 115, not enough clubs. It's, it's like a free-for-all for Mark Robbins. 
it is you can take your take your pick it's like going to a sweet shop isn't it and looking at the top shelf i'm sorry the top no, I'm, to- I'm not talking about top shelf magazine <laughs> let's not go down there i know i just i was going to say but you know when you go to a sweet shop you see all the pick and mix and you're like oh don't know you're what talking about news agents and top shelf should we yeah let's not probably go run there. back yeah. to um the transfer meal see you you think dean there's going to be a lot on offer though massively yeah huge amounts and that's I think I think that's a really good thing to beef out the squad. I think that's a good thing for us. I, I expect a lot of activity in Coventry City this summer. Yeah, I would, I would expect so. <laughs> I um, say the silence is uh, <laughs> is telling me a lot. You're going to bang yeah. on a bit more then. No, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys speak. Go on, I can have yeah. some water. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna f- finish really. Well, I'll ask this question to, to Dave. Um, you know, it's been talked about the sort of three crown jewels in our squad, Victor, Callum and Gustavo. What, how much do you think they're, they're actually worth? I, d- I don't think Callum O'Hare will go in the summer. Um, but I'd say he's probably the lowest value out of the three. Um, I would probably be putting Gus around eight, I'd say, would be a fair um, assessment. Yeah. Um, and Vic, you know, probably a, a similar mark to be honest um, yeah. no more than 10 but you know if 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 both of those went Vic and Gus for, for 8 million piece I would I would be I'd it'd be I'd be more than happy you know it would be a shame I'd wish him well but you know two players don't make a squad um, and they haven't this season if that makes yeah. sense don't get wrong they've contributed a huge 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 amount Vic probably more so um, Gus is very easy on the eye, but you know he's he's been at, at fault at times. He's been unplayable through suspension at times. I think Vic's been um, a, an absolute, you know, a, a superstar really for us. When when you think that he's been up there on his own majority of the the time, which I think you can see has been frustrating for him at times, not having that support and having to do it. Um, but he's led that line really really well. Callum O'Hare. I would say he's been as influential this season as Gus. He mm. hasn't scored his goals, but you know another assist on on the weekend. Um, what you, what you get from O'Hare is that that pressure and that press and that busyness, um, as well as skills. You know, but I still don't think he's the finished article, and, and think he's probably probably a, a little bit worth less in mm. miles. But I don't see him going. But I think eight million for the both of them. You know snap your hand off and uh, yeah. we go again yeah it's interesting trying to put a value on them I mean I was just looking at some players in the championship that have gone over the last few years and I don't know I think he's worth a little bit more than that to be honest yeah I agree I, I just although, think, go on sorry go on. I, I was just going to say that there's players like Ollie McBurney for example who went for 17.5 mil I think he's got 24 goals in the season that he went and what's Vic on 17 yeah, seventeen. Yeah, you know, yep. does that? I think he. I'd say he's probably worth a little bit more than that on in current in the current market. But yeah, maybe getting towards the ten. But he, 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 I don't see anyone writing a check out for more than ten million pound. No, Personally. Oh, I mean, people do they for Gokarez, well, of course, 100%. yeah. But then you've got to look at the teams that that are going to come in for him, and I'm just not sure what teams in inside the championship or the bottom end of the premiership 
I don't even see a premiership team coming in for him personally. Um, no, but one of the boys coming right down, well. Possibly, yeah. Um, agreed. Possibly. But then at, at the end of the day, I don't know the situation there. Would you prefer Would you prefer um, Jokerez over Puki? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. And what would you value Puki at? 12. Not a lot. Now. How many, goals, how many goals has he scored this year? Still got. Well, some, I think scored. he had an injury, did he? Did he but what he does in the Premier League to the Championship is the Alexander Mitrovic scale, isn't it? Yeah, they're totally two different different beasts. You know, Puki showed it twice in the Championship. He's an absolute menace when it comes to scoring goals. Mitrovic has showed it again this year in the in the Championship, and I think you would you would take Jokerez over Puki on the fact that. Ages on his side, yeah, and I think he does a lot more for the team than Pookie does. So yeah, yeah. what we what they're worth and what we're going to get are two totally different things. It's yeah. like for me, Jokerez and Hamer are worth twelve million plus, but what we're going to get is a totally different thing. We'll end up getting maybe six to ten million. Mm. Because that's just the Coventry City thing to do, and I understand that... Body saying we not we you know we don't need to be held to ransom and stuff like that, but we will be. But isn't that yeah? Isn't that the I'm, club not sure, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's about ransom. I, I just think that, like, yeah, you're exactly right. A, you know, a player's worth as much as someone's willing to pay for him, and yeah, you're right. These teams do have bargaining power because they know that we're accept anything around that that price won't we i mean we're 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 rumored to believe aren't we that that we turned down in january amounts of five or so aren't we i think i think we're hearing if if for for cal was that yeah so if they're turning down five million for callum o'hare you'd expect them to turn down eight million for victor wouldn't you yeah i just think it's how you deal with the negotiations like if if someone comes in and offers five mil, you just surely you reject it. If you reject the first couple of bids, I don't think we'll be short of bids in the summer. There will definitely we, be bids. Are we that scared that if we reject reject two bids, we're not going to get the price we want? I think, I think you've got hold of that. I I think we've just got to be brave and keep. Yeah, I think know, we, I think, we get worst, really, I think you've got to put a value on the players, and then you've got to reject the bids to get that that value. And if not, you keep the three brilliant players and then we have to invest a bit more to get the, the squad we want. That's but how I see it. Also, potentially having unhappy players, you know, disgruntled players. If It's it's a very weird situation, obviously, mm. every time it comes around. But Jokerez is going to be one of the top players in this division next season. Mitrovic and Solanke, more than likely gone. Diaz will also go as well, out of contract in the summer. Yeah. yeah. So him, Jokerez, Adebayo, Brennan Johnson's probably gone as well. Billy Sharp's going backwards in his career. So, you know, he's going to be one of the star attractions in the division next year. Yeah, if you so keep hold of him. Valid point that, isn't it, really? You f- you forget about all of that. And when you then start looking down at teams of, of strikers, you know, there's not really anyone from from Millwall, for example, that have, have picked up of you that, that are going to have anyone. Um, there's there's no real out-and-out strikers, I suppose. You're, you're, you're right, really. I, I haven't looked massively at the stats, but... Like you say, when when midfielders are chipping in with thirteen 
goals for Stoke, for example. Mm. Um, yeah, they, and they are at a they are at a premium, aren't they? Strikers and if he finished score goals, you know, more than I just half can't of his see chances this year. Than eight, personally, I just can't see it. Um, I suppose, like you say, what someone's worth and what we'll get is two different things. But yeah, I'm not sure. I I I don't think I'd be personally writing out much more than than eight million for him. Out of the mm. three, who would you like to see? Well, who 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 would you, you know, which one would you let go? Shall we say out of the three? Hamer. If we had to, for me, Hamer. yeah, Hamer for I agree. Me. Yeah. Hamer, yeah, because yeah. because because of what I said about O'Hare, that you might as well wait. See, he has a season of scoring ten goals to 12 goals because then it'll be worth twice as much and it'll be a great season and I, I think Jokerez is really really hard to replace massively I yeah. really hard to replace yeah he could have easily had 25 goals and 12 assists this season yeah if things had gone his way yeah and then we'd be in a completely different scenario then because you know full well someone's going to take a risk on him in the Premier League when he when he hits those kind of numbers so maybe it's a good thing that he didn't score as many um, this year that we might be able to keep hold of him for another season. And who knows, you know, sky's the limit next year. If we can get the, the other signings around these boys right, then we could be in a, in a glorious position. Mm. Because I agree. I, I, league, I honestly sorry, think that... No, I, I, I agree. And I honestly think that we need a player that's going to compliment Callum in my opinion, that plays alongside him. I'm not sure yeah. Alan's that player for me. Um, no. And I think we've absolutely sussed it out now with with um, Ben Sheaf. You know, not only has he looked defensively really strong this season, I think attacking, he, he's, you know, not as good as Hamer, but he can definitely pick a pass, you know, much better than Kelly, for example, in that defensive role. Um, I just think we need someone to sit alongside Cal um, to play that intricate. And, and I actually think that what Hamer gives you is great. He sprays the ball around and we change direction very quickly. But I think we look at our best when we're attacking as a unit and playing short, quick passes. Um, and where that sometimes falls down is is perhaps the players such as as, as Alan, really, that, that you know can't always sort of keep up with that level of, of pace and, and passing. Um if we could get someone alongside Callum O'Hare, I think I think we'd um I think we'd be as good or or, or not better and, and be almost happy to lose that that sort of flair and that um passing that we get with Gus. But he's replaceable. He's the replaceable one out of the three. hundred mm. percent. You can get players that do the exact same thing Gus Hamer does. Okay, maybe not the same quality, but if you can replace it with two players, then you know I think that's 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 a good thing to do because we've got Ben Sheaf there who's coming to his own this year. So yeah, Hamer as well for me would be the one. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. Um, well, that's been a great great discussion, lads, and it's all we've got time for this evening. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me. Um, listeners, we will be doing a end of season podcast very soon. So do listen out for that. That'll be a, a bumper episode. Um, do make sure you're following our partner, Shaw and Horn, across their various social channels. And as always, if you'd like to get involved in the conversation on anything discussed, 
and just use the hashtag SkyBluesExtraPodcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra Podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.